0: Well, it is uh, my joy today to get to announce to you some new deacon candidates of some people who are gonna be stepping in uh, to some new leadership positions within our church family. And uh, this is good news because God is blessing us with more people to minister to and care for others. And there are too many things to list of ways that God has blessed Center Church. There's so many things I'm grateful for. But honestly, one of the greatest graces he's given us is our team of deacons, the men and women who are leading within our church. Now, some of you might not be familiar with the role of deacon or what it is or who they are and what they do. And so really quick, here is just a one-line biblical summary of what deacons do. So deacons serve the church by meeting tangible needs and promoting unity. And the the shining example of that is from the book of Acts chapter 6. As the church is growing and expanding, there was some disruption and some dropped balls in ministry and some tension. And things weren't always going great logistically and relationally in the early church. And the church raised up deacons to minister to, to be with, to come alongside of people in a more pronounced way than what the elders and the apostles were able to do at that time. And so you'll see the role of deacon pop up throughout the New Testament and throughout church history. They were an integral part of the ministry of a local church. Now elders, uh, elders are entrusted with the primary governing and teaching and directing responsibility for the church. And then deacons are an absolutely essential part of the ministry team to come alongside of people as well. And in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 3, we actually read this summary of the qualifications for a deacon. It says this, Deacons, likewise, must be dignified, not double-tongued, not addicted to much wine, not greedy for dishonest gain. They must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience and let them also be tested first, then let them serve as deacons if they prove themselves blameless. And it's, like I said earlier, my joy today to announce some new deacon candidates that we have seen faithfully and absolutely fulfill all of those biblical qualifications that you see up on the screen. And notice there that what Paul says is, let them also be tested first, then let them serve as deacons. Uh, the, The general rule is here Uh, We want to see someone basically leading with the heart of that leadership position before they ever have the job title, so to speak. And all of these people that I'm going to announce today, they have faithfully, basically been fulfilling the role of a deacon long before they ever had a job title. And the elders and staff were watching them. And they didn't know they were being tested, but basically, that's what was happening. Is we were observing the quality of their life and who they were, and so these people absolutely fulfill this biblical role. So, with that, would you guys like to see who the deacon candidates are? Yes. All right. First up, up on the screen, you're going to see a picture of the wonderful Holthouses, Joyce and Steve Holthouse, uh, as they are our first deacon candidates to announce today. And uh, they're not here right now, they'll be at second service, but uh, if you don't know Joyce and Steve, I'm just going to say this way, you are missing out. (laughs) Uh, They are as humble, godly, loving, generous, soft-hearted of a couple as you will ever feel because they've let God's grace transform their lives in a beautiful way, and they are an unbelievably great example of the heart of a deacon. Uh, Up next on the screen, you're going to see a picture of Maggie Kirst. Let's go ahead and honor and appreciate Maggie as well. And so Maggie's actually not able to be here today. She's traveling abroad uh, this next couple of weeks. But Maggie, she has been with this church family uh, since the beginning. Six plus years ago, she was in this room on our launch Sunday at the beginning. And Maggie has faithfully served behind the scenes in practical, tangible needs and coming alongside of people, relationally ministering as well in an unbelievably faithful way. Uh, and these three individuals are great examples of what a heart of a deacon is to serve and meet tangible needs and to promote the unity of the church as well. So the question that you might be thinking is, okay, what, what is a deacon candidate? What does that mean? And practically speaking, what is next? Well, simply put, what a deacon candidate means is, first off, They're not campaigning for this job. They're not like a candidate for office. They didn't come to us asking for this. What deacon candidate means is that they are not yet officially installed in the deacon position. And our constitution uh, details that there must be a one month period of time from the public announcement until they are officially installed. And that one month period of time basically is their candidacy where they're not yet officially installed. And this is just one last opportunity for us as an elder board to confirm that they live up to the 1 Timothy 3 biblical qualifications that I read earlier on. Leadership in the church matters. And we want to be extra, extra thorough to ensure every elder, every deacon, every staff member is embodying the heart of Jesus. And so next steps, if you have any questions or thoughts or concerns or anything at all, we invite you as the congregation to reach out to the elders. You'll see some emails up on the screen. Uh, You can contact our lay elders, so the volunteers, so Dennis and Walker and John uh, and Eric and Pat, they all have access to that email, our lay elders at the top. And then if you want to contact me, my email address is underneath that at the bottom as well. Uh, we are so blessed by so many godly leaders at this church, and I'm excited to see uh, Joyce and Steve Holthouse, as well as Maggie Kirst, stepping into these positions.